Welcome to Married by Design. Do you learn from your mistakes? Do you learn from the mistakes of others and the good examples that they set? That's what we'll be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome to our podcast and a brand new series. This series is entitled The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I know it's a takeoff from the Clint Eastwood movie. In that movie, you have put on display three types of people. The good, which I think is Clint Eastwood. The bad, the man in the dark suit that looks really mean and I don't remember his name. And the ugly. Uh, He's pretty obvious as we go through the movie. And as you watch the movie, you see these three individuals and the way that they interact and the things that they do. That's what we want to do in this new series. We want to observe individuals in the Bible and learn from their mistakes, learn from the choices they made, see the consequences of the choices they made. One of the great treasures of the Bible is that we are able to see people's lives put on display and learn from them. We can learn from the good, the bad, and the ugly in the Bible, and we're going to be looking specifically at marriages that were good, bad, or ugly. Or more specifically, we're going to look at individuals who fell into into these categories and their marriages suffered as a result. In Romans 15, verse 4, Paul writes, For whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the Scriptures we might have hope. If you've read through the Bible, you see a plethora of different characters. One of the things that we can learn so much from is the examples of individuals. There are people in the Bible that I want to be like, people that model faith. One of my big heroes is Daniel. He was a man who stood for his faith even when the culture was going south. Another is Joshua. He was called to be a leader, and God equipped him to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. I look at Joseph in the Old Testament, and I'm encouraged by his example of persevering and trusting the Lord, even when things go from bad to worse. Joseph, through his trials, just continued to do whatever the Lord put in front of him faithfully and with excellence, and he trusted that God would work things out in his perfect time. Ruth also is an example of one who believed God, and she just continued to be faithful and do the next thing until God worked in her situation, and then she was greatly blessed. Now, these individuals were not perfect. They had flaws, and sometimes they made poor decisions. But overall, they were great examples and are inspiring. We need to be inspired by examples. In Philippians 4.17, Paul wrote, Brothers, join in imitating me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. Wow! There Paul is saying the same thing. We need to look for good examples and imitate them. Those are the individuals that we would describe as good, not perfect, but they were good overall and sought the Lord. They made choices based on the truth of God's Word. Sometimes they were hard choices, but they did not hesitate to do all that God wanted them to do, and God blessed them for it. In this series, we're going to be looking at couples that were good and righteous and pursuing the Lord, and we're going to see the results in their lives. It's an interesting concept that we see in the Bible about reaping and sowing. It's talked about over and over. In Galatians 6, 7, Paul writes there, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever one sows, that will he also reap. 
We need to be aware that the choices we make have consequences. When we choose to follow the Lord and obey Him, God will generally bless that. It's not a guarantee of a blessing, but it's a general principle. You can look at Deuteronomy 28 for an example of how God laid out the reaping and sowing for the Israelites. He said there that if you obey me, I will bless you. If you disobey me, I will bring consequences. That's right. And we see so many times in the Bible, the people that chose to follow the Lord and do good were blessed for it. There was a joy and a peace. Sometimes there was a material blessing. Not always, but it was a general principle. And it's one that we should take to heart. We look at the good examples in the Bible because it inspires us and helps us to be reminded that we will reap what we sow. We make good choices and there's consequences. There's ripples to every stone thrown in the pond. And we see those ripples in the lives of those who are good, but we also see those ripples in the lives of those who are both bad and ugly. We're also going to look at those examples. There are quite a few examples in the Bible of people who were bad. It was written for our example, too. They made choices to disobey God's word, dishonor him, and they suffered for it. One obvious example is Judas. He was bad or evil and deciding to betray the Lord. I find it incredible to hear of his opportunity to follow the Lord and know Jesus personally, but his heart was dark and he chose 30 pieces of silver over the Savior. Judas certainly reaped what he sowed. Once he betrayed the Savior, he regretted it and was grieved. He tried to give the money back, but they wouldn't take it. It's recorded in the Gospels that he committed suicide. Very sad example of reaping what you sow. There are going to be a lot of examples that we see in the Bible of couples or individuals and marriages that were just bad. They had an evil heart and had no desire to follow the Lord. We will study some of those and also see the results in their lives and their marriages. They are examples that we should not follow. It should be clear that we should not follow every example in the Bible. Sometimes people do things in the Bible that are wrong. Just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean we should do it. Those bad examples are something to learn from, to understand that we need to avoid in our hearts and also in our daily lives. Achan is another example of somebody who was evil. He made an evil choice to hold on to some of the rewards of the victory of Ai. This is in Joshua chapter 7. This is a great example of an evil heart in the process that someone can go through. They try to hide their sin, but it's always found out. Their choice has an effect on the people around them. Because Achan had taken some of the things that were devoted to the Lord, 36 of the men of Israel died. In the end, Achan was exposed and he and his family were punished. Those are some great lessons to learn from a bad person. Because of his choices, he reaped what he sowed. Now, the third area of marriages we're going to look at is those that are ugly. In keeping with the title of the movie, let's define what we mean by ugly. We've already looked at the idea that there are good examples and bad examples in the Bible. But there's also a category in between of individuals who are not really good, but they're also not really bad and evil. They make poor choices that are foolish and the, the way that they live their life. The result of their foolish choices is that they again have to face the consequences of those choices, and it can get pretty ugly. They are not purposely rebellious and defiant against God. 
They generally walk with him and want to do what is right, but they find themselves in situations in which things can get ugly. That's the case of some marriage relationships that we will look at. The choices that are made make the relationship difficult and unseemly. Jacob is one example of the choices that lead to ugliness. You can read about the whole sordid affair starting in Genesis 29. Jacob was a man who generally walked with God, and God intended to use him in great ways to build the nation of Israel. And yet he had flaws. And boy, were they big flaws. He married two sisters. That in itself should have been a red flag, and it got really ugly really quickly. It was a sad state of affairs. Not only that, but Jacob listened to his wives and married their two maidservants. Talk about foolishness. No, God does not say it's good to be married to more than one person. This is a bad example that led to a lot of strife, animosity, and heartache. God built up the nation with, of Israel with Jacob's twelve sons, despite his foolishness and poor choices. But Jacob and his two wives and their two maidservants definitely reaped what they sowed. Yes, there are so many ugly examples that we will look at in the Bible. Marriages that struggle because of foolish choices. Jacob's relationship with all these women is so ugly because it fell so far short of what God intended for the marriage relationship. It's an example of how to not have a marriage. And we would do well to see his foolishness and that of his wives and not to fall in the same traps. When we read through all these examples, they should steer our hearts. They should either inspire us or they should startle and warn us. If you really want to have a marriage the way that God intended, we need to study these examples and act accordingly. We realize that we're just giving a glimpse into their lives. We won't know all the choices they made, and we don't have all the details. God provided the perfect amount of information for us to learn from each of their marriages. There's so much that we can learn from examples, and there's so many examples of good and bad and ugly marriages in the Bible. But we also realize that we can learn from the marriages that we have observed. Do you know a couple with a great relationship? Spend time with them. Learn from them. Ask their secret of how they do it. Joe and I know of a couple that we have had a relationship for quite a while. They are an inspiration to us in their love and affection for each other. Through the years and through the trials they have faced, we have observed them and been inspired to follow their example. We've also seen marriages that we would describe as bad. One or both, the husband or the wife, made sinful choices. We sadly observe the consequences of those and at times the destruction of the marriage. Sometimes with those evil choices, the marriage atrophied and it's not anything near what God intended marriage to be. We have at times tried to step into those situations and help, but the couple, that make, they make their own choices and they have to live with the results. Do you know any marriages like that? We don't want to suggest that you defame defame somebody or speak ill of them. But I think there is a place for learning from the choices that other people make and the results in their marriage. And then there are the ugly marriages. Marriages in in which people make foolish choices that are not outright rebellion, but they still suffer consequences. They're poor choices, but not necessarily sinful choices in a relationship that certainly also has an effect and a consequence. And what about you? We would suggest that you ask yourself, what category does your marriage fall into? Good? Bad? Ugly? You may not be totally objective, but it would be an interesting discussion for you to have with your spouse. 
It may be your own starting point to evaluate your relationship and begin to think about examples in the Bible of marriages that can draw you to more of what God wants you to be. And now for the homework. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to take some time as a couple and discuss marriages in the Bible that stand out to you. Think about and talk about the lessons that you can learn. As we begin to look at these different marriages, pray as a couple that God will teach you from these examples and others in the Bible. That you would strive to be a good example of a good marriage and not a bad or an ugly one. Well, let me pray. Father, I pray as we start this series and as we jump into your word in these marriages that you would teach us. That you would help us to reflect and learn from the examples that we see in the Bible. And that not only that we would learn, but we would apply it in our lives to have a marriage that you intended, one that glorifies and honors you. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for this episode for this week. As you talk about examples in the Bible that you can think of, we would love to hear from you and get your suggestions on couples that we should look at as we go through this podcast series. You can email us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. We'd also love to hear your feedback and input on the podcast. You can rate our podcast. That gives us more visibility. Next week on our podcast, we're going to begin by looking at an example of a good marriage. This is one that's inspiring, and it will encourage you to see the way that God intends a husband and wife to love each other. That's what we'll be looking at next time on Married by Design. Mm-hmm.